0: this series is for you experienced agent this series is for you it doesn't matter agent on a team team leader we're going to give you strategies and techniques to figure out how to scale and grow your business to close deals today not in the future not tomorrow today this is what we're focusing on all month the techniques the strategies you need so welcome to the agent power huddle
1: All right, so then let's talk about SOI and some of this does tie into social media. Um, Thank you so much. So you said Ed Lane approved it. So, I mean, let's go for it. Um, So with SOI, you want to make sure that you're, thank you so much, Kim, that you're getting in front of your people and showing up. And so things that I've done in the past, um, I have put together a marketing plan. So there's multiple ways you want to go about this. Any person that I meet, that would know my name goes into my database and I do my best to get their phone number and their emails because I want to be sending them at least two to four emails on a monthly basis. That's just what I do. Usually it consists of market update, some sort of bomb bomb video, um, events that are happening for the week, and then you can pick something else that you would like to do. In addition to that, it is extremely important to me to put together four different events for the year. And so that's where I will tie my SOI into that as well. And so I'm constantly building it. It doesn't just stop at, okay, today I know 50 people. If I go to networking events, which is a way that I build relationships with other people and by networking events, this is just, again, what works for me. Um, I am a Commissioner for my city. I am on the Chamber Board in my city. I'm part of a Rotary in my city, and I'm constantly networking. So anyone that I have actual conversations with, we're constantly building that SOI in your database. These are also the same people that I'll be reaching out to at minimum four times a year over the phone to invite them to my events. In addition to that, I'd say some sort of care calls. Is anybody doing any care calls throughout the year just to check in with your peeps and see how they're doing? Shelby is, okay, awesome. Kim is, Kim, did you have a question or are you just um, saying that you- Just
2: raising my hand,
1: Yeah. Perfect, perfect. (laughs) So I would say um, on average, how many do you think you should do a year, Kim?
2: Well, I know a lot of people, so I try to put them in all different ways. But at minimum, I would say at least try to hit 50 people for the year. 50 people for the year? Yes. 50 okay. 50 to 100, depending on how you, do, you know, like I just ran to the last few people that we closed all last year. I had to run to like 40 people's homes. So me and another team member pop by, you know, all of the homes. So depending how you're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And what you consider those people to be, because I've been telling people I'm their real estate bestie. So after they close, they're going to be my SOI anyway. Yeah, I want to be in their SOI. I want to know who they know. Yeah. So it depends how you're doing it. And I try to have different things for different people, if that makes sense.
1: No, totally. So
2: with those 50 to 100 people, how many times a year are you calling them? Um, calling, Mm -hmm. I would say on a minimum, because we're doing about two events that will be client-based focus. And then like an event for educational purposes. Um, so maybe like four times a year calling and a combination of texting, but then we have holidays. We've been trying to be more intentional about two. So, Mm -hmm. and those are maybe four to four to ten.
1: Mhm. Perfect. So you're calling those 50 to 100 people 4 to 10 times a year. Yes. Perfect. I love that. Um and I think that something that you said to uh maybe any seminars or anything like that that you can do online I think sometimes people shy away from calling the same people multiple times because they're afraid of asking for business or they don't know what to say. And so I think mapping out what your plan is for your SOI for the year is extremely important, especially because we're only in January. So figuring out a way um, at a brokerage I was at prior, and this was a few years ago, so I'm sure that this number has gone up tremendously. The goal was to be in front of your SOI at least 36 times a year. And that includes events, that includes phone calls, that includes emails that you're sending over to them. So figuring out what works for you and your time that you have. Um, homebuyer seminars are something, especially on Zoom, because of COVID, Zoom has become a really big thing, obviously. And um, initially, I used to do homebuyer seminars in person. So if you have anything of value, and maybe not a homebuyer seminar, maybe you can do Like a financial or like a wealth seminar or get together if you're like a fitness person with your gym and partner together and do like um, an event at their gym where you have a booth and you do like a special day where you do goodies to all of the members. Um, Stuff like that really helps you build your SOI and also become like a neighborhood expert. So in addition to that, another thing that I've done too is with every person that I meet, because I'm so heavily involved in social media and sometimes people don't want to give phone numbers, I will immediately say, hey, what's the best? If I'm having any conversation with someone, this is just my own personal opinion. There's very rare occasions where I will physically hand someone one of my business cards. If I'm having a conversation with someone and we are hitting it off, I will absolutely, before we leave, say, hey, what's the best number to reach you? I'd love to keep in touch with you. And right then and there, we will exchange contact information. In addition to that, I'll also say, hey, are you on social media? And nine times out of 10, and maybe it's because of the the people that that are in my network, nine times out of 10, they're on social media as well. So not only did I just receive their phone number, I'm also becoming their friend on social media. This is why social media is such an important thing too, because by the time they come to talk to you about real estate, they have already broken through the ice and figured out what type of personality that you have. So if you're not utilizing social media, you don't have to, but I think that social media is definitely the wave of the future and allows to do a lot of the groundwork for you. So then that way, when you do talk to them at some point about real estate and they've checked you out on your social medias, they know who they're dealing with and so they'll either love and want to work with you and feel more inclined to gravitate towards you or you may not be their person and that's okay too okay so that said with your soi this is something and i just want to find out if i'm i'm alone in this or if anyone else has dealt with this <clears throat> i struggled a bit for like the first two years because I was newer to an area and also I love big hoops I love crazy glittery nails and I felt like I had to tone it down because when I think of a realtor I think of like this super uber professionally dressed person with a two-piece suit from you know a professional bun and little studs and like I created this person in my head of what I'm supposed to look like. And so it took me a couple of years to really come to terms with who I am as a person and understanding and knowing abundantly there are people out there that look exactly like me that have the financial capability to buy a house and wanna work with people that look like them. So the question in all of that is, have you truly owned your personality and do you provide value That is with
2: an alignment of that personality in your niche. Does everyone have a niche?
3: Does anyone have a niche? I mean, I just started. I've been in the industry for six months and, um, I wasn't even on social media when I started and it was because of Amy Izzo and Asher and actually Richard Dodd here, Dick. He was like really instrumental in me getting online. Mm-hmm. And so now that I'm online, I'm like, wow, I have a niche. This is great. I can monetize what I like. I get What's your see- niche? <clears throat> um, well, it's like I do comedy. So anything that has mm-hmm. to do with like, you know, a, a really open mind and And just a really, I have a really weird personality. If you can understand my comedy, I get a lot of clients. And so I guess my niche is my, my, you know, my personality, my, my comedy. So when you say clients,
1: how many clients have you closed due to social media? Do you know?
3: Um, (laughs) Not necessarily, but again, I just started it like my social media, maybe like two months and I'm on escrow in two of those deals. And I'm like working with six other people right now. So It like it snowballed from one day to the next.
1: Okay, so what I heard you say is that you do comedy, Mm
3: -hmm.
1: right? What kind of comedy do you do?
3: So I like to teach people resources. I like to I like to teach. I like to show people like how to save money. And in general, like I'm a cheap bastard. So I like to show people how to save their money. And so I go about it in a way where I, you know, break down Like a topic, like, for example, contingencies or break down a topic like FHA loans. And Mm -hmm. I'll use like random examples to like make a point out of it. And so a lot of people are really bothered by it. A lot of my videos have received received death threats. People don't like me. I have a lot of trolls. But the people who are like picking up on my vibe, the people who are understanding where I'm going with my sarcasm, They've been great. I mean, like I've been getting shared. I've been getting like people contacting me saying you're in. Re- you're in real estate now. What?
1: Yeah. And so. Okay, give me yeah. one second. I want to pause you there. So, what I hear you saying that your niches is, is sarcasm and comedy. Hmm. Because everyone makes videos about FHA. Everyone makes videos about pre-approval. Yep. Mm -hmm. But you specifically are being sarcastic about the way that you explain things, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Thank you so much for sharing that. And definitely if that's, if you are truly getting those leads from those videos, then keep at it. I personally feel like your social media doesn't grow until you start getting trolls. So those people are going (laughs) to get you in front of more people. Um, Kim, I see that you do first-time home buyers, first-time home sellers, military relocation buyers. So that's not a niche, right? Because that you're just helping people across the board, which is fantastic. When we're talking about a niche, we're talking about specifying what your ideal client looks like, right? So. For me personally, as an example, um, actually, Linnea just did something like this on Power Huddle a couple of weeks ago, too, which actually helped remind me that I need to hone in even more on my ideal client. So mm. we know that G is talking to people sarcastically. So she's going to attract more people that love sarcasm and comedy, which is great. Now, we want to take it a step further. We want to hone in on people When I make content, I used to do what's the difference between a pre-approval and um, a pre-qualification? What's the difference between an FHA loan and what's this and what's that? And I realized that there's so many videos online of everyone doing that. So now I want to step up my social media game. And I just started doing this less than a month ago. I'm no longer having those, those minimal conversations. I'm now talking to ideally who I want my clientele to be. So I'm making videos about people that already own homes and maybe they have a grandma that smokes. How do we get the smoke out of your house? I'm making a video geared towards people that are looking to sell their current home, but have no idea what to do to get it updated or to get it um, ready for market. So the more that you hone in on and what I'm identifying is I want to talk to people that already own homes, so we're breaking past the mental mindset of people that are terrified to buy a home, because let's be honest, it's a beautiful feeling, but sometimes it does take a lot of mental work to get a first time home buyer on board if they're terrified of everything. But if you find someone that's already worked through the process and is like, hey, we just need to, to um, upgrade our house. We need to sell the house that we have now. And we need more space. They've already gone through the mental mindset of purchasing their first home. Now they they know what the difference is between a pre qual and a pre-approval, right? And I, I wanna attract more people that are like, hey, I do have 10% down. What else can I do with my money when I buy a house? And so now I'm making videos about, okay, you have your money for your down payment and your closing costs. Here are three things that I would do as soon as you got into your house. I would update the backyard, make it drought friendly. I would maybe repaint the inside. I would remodel the kitchen, not a whole lot, but enough to make it functional. But that, so your value goes up. So you identify through your social media, the type of people that you want to attract to yourself. Does that make sense about a niche?
0: Quick question. Are you loving this podcast? We record it live Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific on Zoom. Want to join us live? go to agentpowerhuddle.com. Next month, we're changing the format to only release two podcast episodes per week. So if you still want the replays of the daily version, you'll need to start going to our website, agentpowerhuddle.com to hear every episode. All right, back to the show.
1: Richard, does that make sense
4: to you?
0: Yes, thank you. Okay. Okay. Could I say... Of course.
4: um, The importance of a niche is that everybody here is in exp people like you come on here and you have a niche anybody who's getting a team under them probably has a niche i have a niche g is got a niche and i beg apologies i put a email in here for That is of uh, G's what she's doing. You asked earlier, and and we're on this point of SOI. Our videos are about how to break into your SOI, your friends, relatives, and neighbors. That's that's I guess that's a niche, but not uh, yeah, it's a niche. But uh, that niche is one that we all try to avoid. Because perhaps we've sold them soap, tried to get into our niche with uh, of people that we know like and trust, or who know like and trust us. And I tried to sell them life insurance, and I sold them some. And I eh, the response and and but I didn't try to sell them soap or anything like that. And. The niche that you have is your sphere of influence. That's the biggest niche that you get. That's where they say that we get 80% of our income from. Mm-hmm. And I'm, understand, I'm new to this. You're the second time I've been on something like this. But the other aspect of it is how do you, you're using BombBomb. And what we are using is a proprietary type, type system that, You can send out to your I've got you you you're talking about getting into your niche and I've got a what is called a SOI icebreaker. I don't have it for this purpose, but it the premise of that is I've already sold them. I've already destroyed my niche. I got to go out and find other people and blah, blah, blah. And well, we really don't because with. I think sounds like that sounds like a
1: limiting belief to me. A what? A limiting belief. That, you, oh, that you've that you already sold your, your SOI so much. Okay. And I 100% agree with you that our okay. business is 80% our SOI. And I also add every single person that I know onto social media as well through my SOI. Okay,
4: and you would with this program as well. But take a look at what G has is what I'm saying to you all. And what we're doing this with is video. It's video that has clickable links in it. It's video that when... Uh, You meet somebody new, you send them this little one and a half, two minute video, and it's all about you as a real estate agent. It's about nothing but you as a real estate agent. You can see it again inside of here. And I'll I'll stop talking now.
1: No, I appreciate you um, sharing that. I will definitely take a look at it and see if it will add value to me. Initially, it sounds like a really cool thing. I don't know that I would want to talk about myself for two minutes for somebody that I would send a video to. Well, you, um, thought,
3: yeah, on this sure video, on. you actually have a script. So you're not, like you're talking about um, exactly what the market is. And so you're only showing your personality through the script. So there's nothing that you are tailoring except like your voice and the way you like deliver the voice the name you know escrow and it's not it's nothing uh personal so that's why this is a system that we could reproduce for everyone it's a digital yeah. business card mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. we should definitely talk more about it if you, if anybody has you know any interest in it right now like. We're trying to get a, a few people um, on board to see if they want to check it out. Well, but maybe you actually... should
1: contact um, Agent Power Huddle and see if you and Richard could do your own Agent Power Huddle and just talk about oh. the program.
4: Oh, yeah, wow, That would be really great. Yeah. Could I ask a question with Agent Power Huddle? Is there a huge, long waiting list, like six months, or what are we looking at?
1: I think that they have things that are already on their calendar, but there are some times where time slots will open up and so they can reach out to you and get you to, um, to cover. So I would say reach out to them instead of, you know, talking about it so much here. I would see if you can find out if you can have your own agent power huddle and talk about it there. So then that way when people are, oh, look, they just put the email in the box. So just go ahead and email them and see if you guys can talk about it then. And that way you'll have access to share the screen and you can actually share the app. So that way people know exactly what you're talking about.
4: Okay. And I apologize for... Bootlegging in on your business oh, here. No,
1: not at all. I this it, is we're everyone. bootlegging
3: in on we're bootlegging in on Amy's because she missed us. So we're all taking part here. Does anybody else want to share something? I don't know, a brownie recipe or something.
1: Well, I was still talking about SOI. So okay. can I finish that? Is that okay? Yeah, yes, totally. you can. that was
3: our topic. Thank you.
1: <laughs> yeah, no problem. Um, I'm excited to see your videos too, by the way. Um, so with regards to SOI. Is is everyone here, do you think that you're on like a a 36 touch where you have phone calls, emails, um, events, and such where you're in front of your SOI at least three times a month?
3: Wow, that's a good, that's a hefty schedule, Jess. I was thinking two times a year. (laughs) No, not at all, especially with all the people
1: that you're getting. If you don't already have a database set up, I would start getting that like immediately, the moment that you get these leads that come in, start putting them into your database and put where you got them and also set them up on a future call. So of of those six that you're trying to help, all of them will likely not be able to buy tomorrow or in the next three months. So you'll want to make sure that you get them set up on a future plan. Um, so I saw Kim raise her hand so Kim you're doing a 36 touch. Um, I know that it's a combination of like phone calls and events and such that you're doing. Uh, besides G and Kim does anyone else have a plan for their database and their SOI right now. No. Okay, Patrina, what are you doing with your SOI right now. Nothing. Okay. No, we got it. <laughs> Can you come off a of mute? I want to ask you a couple of questions. I would ask you to do it in the chat box, but we only have a couple of minutes. I figure. Yes, yes, ma'am. Okay. So, how long have you been in real estate?
2: Um, seven, five, six years, but actively the last four.
1: Actively the last four. Okay. So, do you have a database? I do. Okay. How often do you use your database? How often are you looking at it?
2: I'm not, I just go by I have my little um my little red book, okay, I've used that <laughs> as pretty much as my system, but i'm I'm finding with that that I'm dropping a lot of leads,
1: yeah, because them. it's hard to track it all in your head, isn't it, yeah. Yeah. I'm very much a writer downer too. I write stuff down and I've had to get in the habit of taking pictures of those things and like sending them to a folder or an email so that I remember because as much as we want to believe, we'll remember every single lead that comes through. That's not true. Right. Um, Okay. So I would say definitely start by getting those people that are in that red book. Okay. Diamond get down, updated and put into your database. Okay. And then from there, the same thing I was saying about G you're going to want to set different times to call these people. And if they're people that you already know and you're doing, we talked about like care calls or like events or something like that, Mm -hmm. you'll definitely just want to schedule it out. And the goal is to talk to people over the phone from your SOI minimum four times a year. So okay. every quarter, you're going to want to talk to these people about something. And what that something is, is free reigns for you and your business. Okay. It could be for a homebuyer seminar. It could be for an event. It could be, hey, I am simply just calling to check on you. How are you? Okay. Feeling? And if they talk to you about real estate or if they ask you what you're doing or how work is going, then you can talk about real estate. But if work doesn't come up, you just simply build the relationship and ask them how they are.
2: Okay. Got it. Okay
1: um deborah and monica um i don't know if you guys are are here um if you are here can we talk a little bit about your sphere and if you're you're doing 36 times a month they may be away
5: oh Hi, I'm Hi. Yes, no, I'm just i am here <laughs> just kind of listening <laughs> to everybody and their ideas um i um was i'm in like in a similar position to what you were so i moved quite a bit <laughs> so i'm always having to build my sphere over and over again and that can take time so um I am going to start diving into the social media aspect of it and putting more videos out there so people can see more of my personality Hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. did like, you did you move uh recently did you say within the last couple of years
5: yes uh-huh yeah um, I was in the state of Washington so now I'm I'm in Vegas and I've lived here previously so now it's just like reaching out to to old contacts that I did have but it was a long time that I had removed myself from Vegas so now I'm kind of just trying to build those relationships up again Okay. And what are some things, because this might be helpful for other people, um, Mm -hmm. what are some ways
1: that you're building up that SOI? What are you doing to to get to know more people in your area personally?
5: In my area, I'm actually just, well, again, just rebuilding those friendships and then going to events. Okay. What kind of events? You know, just like barbecues or hanging out at dinners or, net, you know, little networking, just so I don't come off very strong, like oh hi, hi. I'm in real estate. You know, I just want to yeah. get to get to know them as a person and get them to see who, what my personality is like, and then so that the next time I see them, I, I can um, be helpful or ask them if they know anybody that might need my help. Absolutely. So
1: I hear you saying that you're going to these dinners and to these networking <laughs> events. How are you finding these networking events?
5: Through Facebook. Ah, like mutual friends you know you can see like their interests what they're interested in going to so then I'm like oh okay (laughs) I'll I'll see you know tag along or ask them if you know oh you're gonna be there then you know I'll I'll be there too
1: yeah that's awesome I'm glad that you're on Facebook and Facebook events Um, if you have a local city chamber for those of you that aren't Really, how do I say it? it's gonna sound contradicting, not like really social in the sense that um you're the one like going to everything. those are great places to start to get your feet wet and start mm-hmm. building more and more networks and building your s o i even if you're an established realtor, if you are not networking that's hurting you as well, because networking is what continues to build that SOI to Richard's point. SOI is 80% of our business. And the more you grow it, the more likely you bring people in. So continue doing that on Facebook. Now, do you do any workouts or like, what's something you do for fun?
5: I normally do workout, and I, but I took a break from that, but I, I'm starting up again. So I was just thinking like, how am I going to incorporate that? (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So one thing that I did that was really helpful. And we're we're four minutes over. So if anybody
1: needs to drop off, please you're more than welcome. I appreciate you for sticking around. Um, but I'm gonna just finish this with Monica real quick. Um, mm-hmm. one thing that I did when I moved to this area was I, I am still extremely active. Um, I found a gym that had boot camp classes that I would tend on a two, three, four times weekly. And I would build relationships because with the, I'm sorry, my dog is going crazy. (laughs) With the boot camp classes, Diamond Stop, um, we would have anywhere between six and maybe 12 people per class. And then sometimes we'd get partnered up with people and that would give us an opportunity to get to know them. That's a fantastic way to keep yourself active. It's a fantastic way to keep yourself accountable and a fantastic way to establish a community within the gym.
5: Right. It's
1: a lot of (laughs) wins. 100%. So if you can find somewhere like that, and this could apply to anyone and things that they like, believe you me, especially in Vegas, there is something there for every type of like and hobby and um, anything you can do for fun. I'm sure you can find it in Vegas, but every city, whether you embroider or crochet or have a dog or whatever, go and find your people. And that's another way to, to really hone in on your niche. If you're mm-hmm. an really active person and you're going to these boot camp classes and you're talking to people that you're seeing regularly, these people care about their health. They care about their fitness. That is a niche. I want to sell houses to people that care about their health and want to be active. Does that make sense? It does. Yes. So I would say, especially whether you're new or not, if you work out, go do that. If you have a dog, go to the dog park. That's actually what I'm going to start doing with my puppy to network even more with people in my city. My car is blinged out when I park. They're like, who the hell is that? That kind of breaks the ice for me. Either people will tell me my car is really nice or they'll be like, wow, why would you do that to your car? But either way. They're still noticing that. And then with my puppy, I don't know if it's my aura or the pup. We'll blame it on the pup. People come and talk to me. So, of course, I mean, my goal is to build these relationships with people. And when they ask what I do, I very proudly say I own my own real estate
5: company. Okay. Yeah, that's a great idea. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, Was that helpful for you guys, for everyone?
4: And I throw out one last thing about what was just said.
1: Oh, my gosh, of course.
4: Um, your sphere of influence, you never don't have a sphere of influence. You have people that you know for your whole life. Yep. You're, and the thing is, that is your biggest asset that you have and you just need to learn how to work with it. Mm-hmm. And uh, the difference between your SOI and my SOI is that My SOI is mine. I'm the only one that I know who's going to be the go-to agent of my SOI. Mm -hmm. And you're the only one that wants to do the same with yours. We are never in competition with our SOIs. You're the ones they know.
1: Absolutely. And to be honest with you, everyone knows another realtor. And realistically speaking, when I started to embody and own my personality type, I've had to come to terms with, I'm not everybody's cup of tea. I will not attract the same client as somebody else, because I am me. And that is my beauty. And initially I used to be terrified of that because I'm like, Oh my God, they're going to think I'm crazy. or I can't negotiate because I have long nails with crystals on them. And believe you, me with social media, with your contacts to your SOI, you will prove to them why you are the professional. And if they want to work with you at that point, then they'll come to you. And if they work with another agent, there's two things that you can think of when somebody Knows that you're in real estate and they choose someone else. You either did not do a great job of showing them that you were a professional or they may not have deemed it a great fit. But it's up to you anytime because this has happened to me in the past too, where I would hear someone that I really cared about ended up working with a different agent. In the past, it used to hurt my feelings. And now when I find out there's no love loss, I will simply say, Was it that we weren't a great fit? Or did I not do a great enough job of reminding you that I sold real estate?
4: And would you refer me to your friends?
1: Yep, absolutely. And when you consider your SOI, and I'll leave you with this last point. The best example that I ever got is, is uh, Patrina. I have you on here. Can you not role play with me, but can we do a, a quick exercise together? Yes. Okay. So I want you to think, you know, a little red book that you have with all your people. This is, is how again? We, I said that little red book that you have with all your people. Okay. This is how we establish our exact SOI because Richard brought up a great point. Sometimes people don't think that they have an SOI or they don't have a big one. This is how we're going to figure this out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Patrina, who is your favorite artist, musician, uh, dead or alive?
2: Um, Prince.
1: Prince. Prince comes back from the dead and says, Patrina. I am going to put on a concert for
2: you, and I'm going to allow you to invite people. However, the people that you
1: invite, how they get in, what their admission is, is they have to say, "I know Katrina because of mm-hmm. Blet from Blet." Got gotcha. you. So rather it's your hairstylist that you've been going to for years, your nail stylist that you've been going to for years, uh, chiropractor, dentist, mailman, whomever, even if you you just got to know them, right? It's been, uh, mm-hmm. to, to Monica's point, maybe you just moved to the area, but you see these people regularly, maybe they're workout mm-hmm. people. If they can say, I know Katrina from the post office, that is their admission. That is who your sphere is. I love it that makes sense to everybody?
2: Yes, clear as water.
1: All right. So thanks to y'all for sticking around and for listening <laughs> for this. Thank you so much. That was great. You're welcome. Thanks, Deborah. Thanks, Jean. Thank, thank, thank you, Richard.
4: Thank you very much.
2: All right.
1: You all have
4: the rest of a good day.
2: You too. Bye. Thank you, Jess.